My name is Isaac, which means laughter, and I take that very seriously. <laughs> Every story whispers the name of Jesus, Abraham, the father of faith, who was credited, credited to him as righteousness, good standing before God, because he chose to believe, as it said, what he couldn't yet see. Do you have something that you need to believe for God that you cannot yet see? Of course you do. And of course, God would call you and I to trust him and to believe what we cannot see. Hebrews 11 says this, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed God when God called him to go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without even knowing where he was going. And when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith. Everybody say, by faith. For he was living like a foreigner, living in tents. And so did Isaac, everybody laugh, <laughs> and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God, a future built by God and not at the hands of men. And then Hebrews tells us, it was by faith that even Sarah was able, able to have a child, though she was too barren and too old. She and Abraham believed that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. We are people who live by faith, trusting in what God has asked us to do, trusting in what God has done, and trusting that he will continue to expand his family across the world by people of faith, like you and me. You and I are invited into this grand story of faith. Everybody say, by faith. By faith. By faith. Faith is simply trusting and obeying. Do you remember that old song? There's no other way to be happy with Jesus than to trust and obey. Abraham, we look to as somebody, imperfect as he was, who trusted and obeyed. Well, I'm here to tell you this morning that God's family started with Abraham continues to extend around the world by faith. Say it. Our church here, we've begun a partnership with Salem for Refugees, an organization that is helping to resettle refugees who um, come into the country by applying to refugee status through the United Nations, and then eventually they're able to find their way here and save them for refugees, helps them to resettle. It's a fantastic organization that you need to know about. You can look it up and learn more about it. William is from Kenya. William is here. He's in the back there. Everybody wave at William. Hello, William. <clears throat> yes, yes, welcome. Kenya, that's right. <laughs> now, I don't mean to create a, you know, a arrive over here, but we have Adam from Ghana that's over here as well. Everybody wave to Adam from Ghana. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we have Bienfe from the Congo that's here. Everybody wave at Bienfe. Yes, yes. And do we have Hussein here? Have, yes, from Tanzania. That's here as well. Yeah. Praise God. So William from Kenya leads what is called All Nations Soccer 
on Wednesday nights where nations, there's up to 10 nations that are represented, come together to play soccer. To, uh, it's especially designed for immigrants and refugees, those who are getting used to our culture, a time to enjoy one another, connect with others who are learning to adapt to crazy, weird American culture. Yeah. William and I also lead All Nations Bible Study that happens on, on Tuesdays. And we gather with um, several different nations together and read the scriptures. And something happened last week, and I want to read you this story about what happened. We're people who live by faith. On Tuesday, I met Hussein from Tanzania. Hussein is a Muslim. He's a refugee who's just come to America with his family. His daughter will hopefully join them in August. William from Kenya brought Hussein to our weekly All Nations Bible Study. To begin, we made introductions. As Hussein introduced himself, the Holy Spirit highlighted Hussein to me. I felt that I could see right into his heart in that moment. I told him what the Holy Spirit was saying to me, that I saw strength and courage and bravery in him. He, through Swahili translation, thanks to William, asked me how. I told him that I saw strength on the inside, on the inner man. Hussein accepted that while holding my gaze with that strength. Tuesday was Hussein's first time studying the Bible like that. We read through the account of Jesus feeding the 5,000 as recorded in John chapter 6. And afterwards, we had some discussion. Hussein was engaged the whole time, reading the scriptures out loud in Swahili and then answering questions about what we learn about God. After about 45 minutes of discussion or so, there was quite a conversation between, in Swahili, between William and Hussein. William then reported to me what Hussein relayed. Back in Tanzania, Hussein broke one of the rules of the Muslim fast of Ramadan. He played soccer rather than fasted. Afterward, when he was reading the Quran, he felt, felt as though he was reading the Bible, is what he said. I'm not sure exactly what that means but it was as if he was reading something that had power. He went on to tell us that he was praying and some Muslim men asked him why he was wearing a white cloak and why he had a dove on his shoulder. Hussein told these men that he had, he had no idea what they were talking about. There was no dove that he could see. There was no white cloak. Later, a Christian man that Hussein came across stopped him and told him this. This is back in Tanzania. Told him that he is a man of strength. We all had our mouths open. I got a sense that you do when you're following the leading of the Holy Spirit, that there was an opening, that God wanted to call someone else into this life of faith. These openings come in a moment and God wants to invade. And the opening was there. An opening might be there for you as you engage with somebody. God is calling people into faith. I got a sense that Hussein was ready to put his trust in Jesus. So I asked, I looked at Hussein, are you putting your trust in Jesus today? And he said, yes. We all gaped, which is like blank face, like, Oh my gosh. To close, I prayed over Hussein. 
and he knelt on the floor and we prayed that he would be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. We prayed that he would be a man of strength and faith. We prayed that God would use him and his story to help others to know the love and the grace and the mercy and the kindness of our loving Father who wants to draw us into a faith relationship so that we might be able to participate with the renewal and the redemption of the world. We prayed that over Hussein and we thank God for sending somebody from Africa all the way here so that others might know the good news of Jesus, so even your faith could be stirred this morning. Praise God. Hussein is going to be baptized, not today, but after we work out some details and work alongside of his family, as you can imagine, there are some cultural challenges. This new family comes in and making sense of what baptism would mean for Hussein. But he's here today. And Hussein, we bless you in the name of Jesus. And we are glad that you are here. And we hope that you feel the blessing of the Lord through us, a church family that is willing to welcome you and to love you and your family. We welcome you to the United States and we welcome you to the family of God. We welcome you to faith. Can we all give him a round of applause and welcome? Praise God. God is moving, isn't he? See, we believe that we are called to be people of faith in a faithless world. We believe that we are called to be people who believe what our world cannot see. We believe that we are called to be people who remove our eyes of the flesh and instead replace them with the eyes of the spirit that we might begin to see and discern what God is doing. We live in a great time of polarization and division and anger and hatred and hopelessness. And we are the people of God who are called by his name to be the people of hope and light and healing and faith and strength so that others can be drawn into this. You see, we're not interested in just being a country club church or just a nice gathering of people who can put on an amazing variety show. <laughs> we are called to be people of God, people of faith, who will extend his big invitation into the world so that they too can be on the journey of faith. We are all sons of Abraham in faith. We are grafted into to Jesus' family through his work on the cross. Now there's neither Jew nor Greek nor slave nor free nor male nor female. You are all children of God because of the work of Jesus Christ. And that's what we are being invited into. We are people of faith. It is by faith. What is it by? By faith. What is it by? There's more good news this morning. Our friend... Gary Bolton, God is moving in Ireland and is inviting us to be a part of what God is doing. Would you welcome to the stage my friend Gary Bolton <clears throat> this morning? Oh, welcome. Good to be here. Oh, man, it's good to hear you talk. Yeah. These people are grateful for it. You like my accent? Yeah. Well, he's, he's a big guy, isn't he? Wow, I feel like I'm looking up at him. I My daughter that. said I'm like the wee Irish gnome. <laughs> isn't that terrible? Do what you like to. Oh. Yeah, I'll sit down. Okay. Well, Gary, we're just glad that you're here. Glad to hear about what God is doing as you walk by faith. Thank you. Yeah. Family. I think we have a picture I'm of your family. For, yeah, oh, yeah. We have family. a picture of your family. Yeah. This is my family. 
Yeah, I've been blessed with four beautiful daughters, three sons. And two of my daughters are here, Grace and Esther. They've fallen in love with Oregon. They don't want to leave. We'll have them. It'd be cheaper for you back home. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us, tell us what you're up to, what God is up to, how we got connected. Yeah. It's a story of faith. Yeah, it's a story. Well, my family's been leading the church back in Ireland for the past 10 years, Northern Ireland, just outside Belfast. Uh, we planted that church, established it, grew it, you know, went through all the growing pains. Just about 15 months ago, God called us to lay everything down and to relinquish our salaries in church and hand over the leadership of our church to a new senior leader. And my wife was like, what? After all these years? And God was calling us to a, an Ireland-wide church planting ministry. And we received this call on um, a well-known bridge in the center of Belfast. So God was is calling us to build a stronger kingdom bridge between the USA and Ireland and helping to establish all these new churches. There's five million people in the south of Ireland, two million in the north. There's quite a high concentration of churches in the north, but in the south there's huge needs. There's 72 towns that has 5,000 people or more with no gospel-centered church. And we, we have a passion and a burden to make a difference in our nation. Now here's the problem. My wife and I, we said to the Lord, doesn't the Lord have a sense of humor? Mm. We said to God, there's only one problem. We don't know any churches in the USA. We only know a few individuals. And you know what we sense the Lord saying back to us? I know quite a few people there in the States. <laughs> so really, God led us to share our story in the US with different US churches. And we got an invite to Camp Wainema here in Oregon on the coast. Anyone heard of Camp Wainema? Yeah. yeah? Well, if you're free this coming Friday, I'm going to be giving two presentations at Camp Wainema this coming Friday. A long presentation on the gospel in Ireland. And I'm also going to preach a sermon as well. So if you're free, you're welcome to join us. Anyway, because we got connected with Camp Wainema, I began to look the cities around this area, and I came across a city called, I don't know if you've ever heard, it, heard of it, it's called Salem, Salem yeah. and I stumbled across the website of a church called New Hope Church, and I saw this big Scandinavian warrior on the website, <laughs> and I, I reached out and shared my story, and he was crazy enough to reply. <laughs> so it was all in faith. We were like, Lord... I don't understand all of this, but we don't have to understand everything, right? We just have to pray and obey. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Yeah. And it's been an absolute delight to get to know Isaac. We've prayed together over Zoom. We've shared our hearts together. He invited my family to come and stay in his home in Donya. And um, Eva and Jenna and Owen... And we laughed last night for two hours solid. <laughs> two hours. So I'm just so delighted to be here all the way from Ireland. My daughters hate me, by the way, wearing this Irish T-shirt. So I keep wearing it. <laughs> so thank you. And thank you to the whole church for just the warm welcome. Yeah. 
They they say you're cringy. 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 Yeah, that's cringy. Yeah. 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 So as you knew few individuals and no churches, and that was back in March, you reached out to me. Yes. Since then, how many individuals and churches have you connected with as you continue to walk by faith? Yeah, well, what actually happened was, I mean, we as Irish people, we don't put ourselves forward, but God clearly showed us as a family that if we just share our story, it'll be really powerful. So we, we, we had a, a little bit of a debate with God about that, but he won, hmm. as he often does, yeah. always does. So God says, just begin to reach out and share your story. Look for churches with the same vision, value, and beliefs, and in faith, share your story. Well, during the month of April, I think bar one day in the month of April, we had an invite from a church every single day in April in a different part of the United States to come and meet the church. So we now are developing partnerships. We were counting it up this morning in nine US states. And do you know how many we're going for? We're going for 50. And we believe it by faith because we believe that God cares more about the Great Commission than we do. Yes. And it's all in faith. You know, we often say to people, we know what we're doing, but we don't know what we're doing. Mm. You ever feel like that? Mm-hmm. But it's all by faith. And his pro- all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Yes, right. So here we are in Salem, Oregon. We're delighted to be here. We're having a blast. We're taking one step at a time and we're trusting God for the days ahead. Yeah. So we have these little prayer cards. If anyone would like to pray for Ireland, uh, would like to pray for our family, come down front afterwards. We'd love to give you a little card. Stick it on your fridge and pray for us. And because we're called to build a stronger kingdom bridge, there's quite a few bridges around here, right? Mm-hmm. If you're driving across a bridge, remember the Boltons who are called to build a stronger kingdom bridge between the U.S. and Ireland. Yeah. A bridge that I believe will not only benefit Ireland, but also the U.S. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for your love. We love you guys. And um, we'll come back again sometime, maybe bring all of our family. How about that? Oh, yeah. And um, there's something powerful when different nationalities come together under the banner of Christ. Something special happens. And I love this man's heart. He never paid me to say this. And I know you already know this. You're blessed Mm. to have this family leading this church. Isn't that true? Yeah. Praise God. So thank you, Pastor Isaac. Thank you, Donya. Thank you, the Lehovitz. Thank you, New Hope. We'll be praying for you as you pray for Ireland in the name of Jesus. Amen. So those of you who live in West Salem, the bridge has a whole other significance for you. For some of you traveling across the bridge into West Salem, you now get 30 minutes to pray for the Boltons. (laughs) It's often congested and people just sitting on the bridge interceding for you guys. Yes! Yes. So whatever success happens, it's people that live in West Salem. Thank you, Jesus, for traffic congestion. That's right, on the bridge. On the bridge. Yeah, praise God. Would you extend your hand towards, towards Gary? And um, yeah, and those of you around Grace and Esther as well. Lord, we, we thank you for this man and his vision. We believe that this is the vision that you continue to stir in every generation, that there would be those who take up your cause to invite others by faith to be a part of this great journey of faith. We pray that you would continue to heal the land of Ireland, We pray, Lord Jesus, that you would use Gary, 
the his team, the churches that they plant to bring great hope and revival and renewal, hope and revival and renewal that would spill out, Lord. Lord, the continent of Europe has been called the dead continent, but we believe that you are the God of resurrection. You bring yes. dead things to life. Yes. And so we pray, Lord, that even as there has been a turning away from you in much of the secular West, including in our own land, we pray that there would be a renewal and we trust you that in our time, on our watch, in our lifetime, there can be renewal in Ireland, yes. Northern Ireland, in the Republic of Ireland, yes. here in Oregon, here in Salem and Silverton yes. and Marion and Polk counties and every place, Lord, you, you care, you have people. You have people there that are being sent by you in faith to extend, Lord, your blessing. And we just pray that you would bless uh, the Bolton family, Catherine, his wife, Lord Jesus, and I pray that you would just continue to bless Grace and Esther as they're here in the States. Encourage them. Encourage them at Camp Wynema this next week. And we pray for many connections, Lord Jesus. We pray that in a short amount of time, Lord, that you would double the number of states that are involved already. And we also pray alongside of Gary with big faith that down the road that there would be people from people in churches from all 50 states partnering with what you want to do in Ireland. Yes. And we believe and know that this will be a reciprocal blessing, that we'll be blessed as they are blessed. And they will be blessed as we are blessed, Lord. Continue to build this strong kingdom bridge in Jesus' powerful name. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, my and amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you.